I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stopped. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? This could be a while. Cafe Smash. Bad Perky Podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swear I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Episode 84 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Jody, and you knew what episode it was. I did, because Yay. I was doing all the setup, and I looked at it like five, six times. <laughs> I'm like, okay, 84, 83, no, no, 84, 85, no, 84, 84, 82, no, 84. <laughs> so I had a little mantra going in my head of, you know, chanting it over and over again so I could get it right. <clears throat> so, yes. And yesterday was your birthday. It was. I had a very happy birthday. So we didn't... Uh, we didn't record last night we because it was your birthday. Yeah. And I did the, um, what you have sworn up and down is impossible. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Because we've done it before. Mm-hmm. I haven't said it's impossible. I said it's unlikely. I said it doesn't <laughs> happen very often. I said I really like it when, and it happened, and I'm happy about it. Even though you had reservations about the destination. I I still have. We're back and I still have reservations about the destination. I think it was a good time. It was. It was a great time. I still stand by what I've said. We could have done the exact same thing without going to Springfield. I agree. Okay. But I just like I said, I it's easier for me to pay for a hotel room. When I'm like, when you've paid money to drive there? No, no, just when I'm far enough away that it, you know, it's like, not like I could still make the drive because you know me. I have, there's been times where I've finished up with a customer and it's mm-hmm. like a six-hour drive home, but it'll put me in town like eleven o'clock, but it'll also put me in my bed that night, mm-hmm. and I'll make the drive mm-hmm. just because that's worth it to me. So to sit here and like, I'm going to be in downtown Portland, which is less than twenty minutes from my house. Yeah, I'm going to just stay at this hotel. And then also the fact that I, no matter how or when I, like, even if I wanted to present you with like, hey, look, we're not doing it today, but mm-hmm. we will do this hotel thing. It was like the cheapest I could find for just the hotel at these places was like 200 and some dollars plus a night. Mm-hmm. And not that you're not worth it. We just can't afford that right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get that out there. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a budget to fun ratio. I will say that I had a very good time and it's not. It is not 
a bad thing. This yeah. wasn't a criticism of, you know, well, we yeah. just should have stayed in Portland. It's just, I'm simply saying we could have done yeah. the same thing yep. in Portland. But I also really enjoy that place. Yep. And they don't have one here in Portland. Yet. And yet. I'm hoping that's a yet. Yes, that'd be nice. Um, and that those hotels are super convenient. You got mm-hmm. that little cluster right there is so like awesome. We stumbled back from the from the place to the place and, and suck it, fun. Eric. We stayed up till ten thirty. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't go to sleep till like at least eleven. Yeah. Well, you always read after I fall asleep. Yeah. After I sack the fuck out. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was. <laughs> I was posting stuff from the hotel room. I was like, yeah, you guys will be asleep at nine thirty anyway. And I really so, was wondering if we would be. Like, there was uh, a certain point. I'm like, I'm like. Maybe maybe he's right. Yeah, but no, we made it to t- I, at least I made it to ten thirty. So there, we can and you made it to like eleven. So mm-hmm. we we um yeah. So <laughs> um, there's and, a guy getting hauled away in the ambulance when we got there. That yeah, was that fun. was weird. Like we, we 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 were walking up and like all of a sudden the fire truck and the paramedics and the EMT show up and like thinking i'm like okay if somebody just like you know hurled their guts out in the restaurant no way i'm not going to be sitting there trying to drink beer and eat food with that just that <laughs> oh that i smell. can't stand it oh uh-uh, i'm not going to do it so i'm like very trepidatiously i'm like man if some fucker got too drunk and blew chunks of her and ruins this night after i just drove this time you know i i'll probably just go kick him the nuts once just for good, good general purposes but then we walked in it was an older gentleman looked like he might have been having a heart episode and it was like literally from what I could overhear from the conversations, it was like they were walking in, asked for a table, and all of a sudden he's like, eh, and you know they lay him down, and he's having problems in the cold sweats and whatnot. So it looked like he may have been in the process or finishing up a minor heart or minor as the, these things go, heart attack. Yeah. Um. So that was that was kind of a weird way to start it, but they got got it cleared out and. What we was weirder, a, though, was the rest of the group that stayed. Like, it was I a know. Group of, like, eight people. I know. And they're he like, and the one person left. I'm like, what do we do now? He's like, fuck it. Let's drink. I'm like, yeah, He Dude. did. He literally was like, he was, everyone's like, well, are we staying? And the guy's like, fuck yes, we're staying. Let's get a beer. <laughs> so, obviously, it must have been, I'm not sure, like, just like a, like a acquaintance type <laughs> relationship or what they didn't seem all that worried I, know, I don't i don't know that i could be that jovial after you know some dude i came in was hanging out with like had a heart attack i couldn't tell if whatever. they were like just like you know fuck it let's wait it out and have a beer in his me- like yeah. they were almost like do his honor you yeah. know like eh. yeah. Yeah, that that or maybe it's just like the third time this week maybe. god damn it joe not again <laughs> <laughs> every time we want to go drinking you fucking pull this shit <laughs> So, um, yeah, that was that was a weird way. And then we we go to the, like they, it was kind of busy because I guess yesterday mm-hmm. was a you know a sports ball there, day. There was a sports ball there game. Was a sports ball game. Um, and we and, were near the sports ball stadium. Yes, yes. And so we uh, we wanted to go sit in the bar. So we go rolling up to the bar, and the only thing they had was a six top. Six table, a six top table. Yeah. Like, and we like I'm like we, we sit down and we're sitting there having our food and drink and just kind of chit chatting and whatnot and. And then one time, one of the times the waitress comes by, we're like, hey, look, you know, if, it, if anything else opens up, we'll happily move. Just let us know. We just feel really bad sitting here at a six top. And, and you know, with just the two of us, she's like, yeah, no, fuck it. Enjoy your night. You know, she kind of a thing. Just like, you got this. It's I good. think she's like, no, please yeah. stay at this giant table so that nobody else will sit down and I can have it easy for like five fucking yeah. minutes. Yeah. So. And she was super nice and attentive. And mm-hmm. I hope you left her a big tip. I was I too did. inebriated nope, to notice. I did. I did. Well over the 20% you're supposed to give, so we're, we're kosher there. Speaking of inebriated, I found out they had my favorite type of whiskey, mm-hmm. and I drank a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And you're in your apple-apple whiskey sours. Yes. So your new favorite white girl drink. Yes. Yep. 
but it, it, you had so yeah you had but a, didn't drink enough to be hung super hungover yeah, i mean i was still tired but but not like yeah not like world. yeah so no it was all in all <laughs> not like new year's eve all in all it was a good time and uh trent only made us feel a little bad about it yeah <laughs> well your sister watched them <laughs> yeah we get home and she has told us all the rundown you know he had a little bit of a cry but he was fine and you know blah blah blah, blah. Not to hear him say it. Well, but but first, before we even go to that point of it, when we walk in, he's happy. Hi, oh, yeah. Daddy. I'm eating a sandwich, and I'm playing with you know, Lorelai. And he's just going on and on about all the cool stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, that's good. I'm glad you had fun. I didn't have fun. <laughs> I didn't have fun. And it was like all of a sudden, it like switched to Satan mode. Like, yeah. I had no fun. No fun was had here. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Are you and then he'd like sing song. He talked about something else. I'm like, oh, so you did have fun. I didn't have fun. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> and then and then later in the car, you know, talking about. And I cried the whole time, and I missed you, and I cried for you all night. I said, Mommy, Daddy, Mommy, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he's got Tempe backing him up. Right. Yeah, he cried all night. It kept yeah. me awake all night. Yeah. And, and I'm like, nah, because trust me, your aunt would not have been in such a pleasant mood if everybody <laughs> had cried all night. So shut up. <laughs> well, that and... With the mon- they have the baby monitor in the room too, so I know that yeah. So just, but it was just funny how Tempe's like yeah, like that whole thirty seconds of him crying was fucking all <laughs> night, which I understand. I've I've been there. Yeah. Every once in a while, you get a kid crying like that. You're like, oh my god, would you just shut it up? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we uh, on the way back from the the, the trip, we. Well, it's a kind of a tradition for us to go to out of town Goodwills. Yes, like that's a thing that we do yep. when we go out of town alone. Especially if we if we can get to like a more like a, a ritzier, ritzier or a quirkier quirk. Yeah, like rural. Yeah, rural. R- 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 yeah, whenever r- you say r- that word, r- rural. Yeah, r- <laughs> I can't say it. Not within the city limits. Hiccup. Sorry, limits. So anyway, um, so. Goodwill. Yeah, I keep hearing a weird thing. I think it's from the window. Yeah, okay. Truck, truck, um, so we went to Goodwill and we're looking around and I found a suitcase that I kind of liked and you mm-hmm. found a fan, a fan or some stupid shit like that. And you're like, come here, go, go look at this. I'm like, okay, what is it going to be? Because <laughs> <laughs> usually I'm like, you got to come see this. You're like, uh, no, we are not buying, you know, a vintage <laughs> table, turntable TV console that weighs like 800 pounds. I'm like, but, but. Or when, it's, Ez- when it's Ezra, there's this ancient gaming device with yeah. like a whole game that you the can half play. The screen is pixelated and doesn't work, but. <laughs> The other half looks pretty bitchin'. And it's only $20. <laughs> and I'll totally pay you back. Um, so, it's a treadmill. Mm-hmm. The the store upright kind. The fold up, yep. The fold up kind with the, the incline. And I will say, it's the, like it looks like it was like a late 90s, early 2000s, John, as far as when that. it was built. Um, but it doesn't look like it's ever been ran on. Like, the thing was in, other than the fact that it had like dust and dog fur on it, because it, been, it looks like it had been sitting in somebody's basement forever, I don't think it's ever been used. Not, not routinely. No. So I am kind of excited. We ended up getting it. Mm-hmm. It was a good deal. It, yeah, was it was forty bucks. Forty bucks. And we had we were able to check and make sure it worked, yep. and the incline motor works, and everything works. 
Yeah, it's got the adjustable incline. Mm-hmm. It's got the adjustable speeds. Mm-hmm. Got the little calorie and it's counter. Like, and it's like it's solid. Even got, it's even got the oh shit key. Yeah. That if you go oh shit and you fall down, you feel, as long as you grab it and take it with you, it's going to shut <laughs> well, off. Well, you're supposed fuck. to put it around your hand. I understand. Well, but with the way it was currently hooked to the machine, it's not like it's going to go. I know. It's like, um, so. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, so we uh, piled that in the back of the car. Uh, or actually, it's a crossover, but yeah. the um, got it squirt. Then we realized. That we couldn't pick up the kids. We're like, hmm. <laughs> So I have to call my sister. I'm like, hey, we happened to really get a great deal on a treadmill. So we've acquired one on our way home. And she starts laughing because she knows me. And then she's like, okay. I'm like, so I can go home and drop this off and I can come get the kids. Or I can come get the kids first if I can store it in your garage for a day or two. until Because I work right on the road yeah. from her. And then I'll get off work at lunch, come get it loaded up to get out of your way. She's like, well, it would make more sense for you to come straight here gas money-wise. I'm like, I, I agree. I'm like, but it's your house, your garage, your <laughs> yeah. storage space. So if you don't have room for it, tell me to fuck off and I'll drive home first. And so we ended up getting to, get, getting to store it there. So we dropped that off and we picked up the kids. And just, you know, one of those weird things we do from time to time. We're like, yeah, we can make this fit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. It, it fit in there just fine. It was just the kids, you know, kids couldn't do it either. And then I was telling, when I picked up Ezra from his mom's house tonight, or from where we meet, um, I was telling him about it too. I'm like, yeah. I said, so we have to go back. And, I have to go back and get it on Tuesday. He's like, oh, you couldn't make it fit. I'm like, well, I could have. I'm like, but I don't think Temperance and Trent would have liked riding in the riff rack. He's like, ah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I would fucking love that. I'm like, yeah, not until we got moving. Yeah. I said, plus the cops kind of frown on you strapping your kids' car seats to the roof of your car. Just safety. I don't know, <laughs> something like that. So. <laughs> and now I'm envisioning like a Fury Road kind of uh-huh. scenario with Mad the Max, kids. Yeah. Try up front and little with a little mask on <laughs> our little blood bag. It's <laughs> awful. Um, Tempe's on the roof. Witness me. <laughs> of, then, of all of our kids, Tempe's most definitely the war boy. Yeah, I mean, then there's the Trent. Our eyes was more the more of the doofy one that like, like you know fell off or something, <laughs> got ran over. Because <laughs> that's just how it works. <laughs> Trent's the psycho. <laughs> Tempe's like a war boy. And then, yeah. So <laughs> I tell, I wish we could get these kids on board with our, our I our know. Halloween our cosplay ideas, ideas are for, great. For Halloween. I mean, I don't, not that the Doctor Who. He wants to do Doctor wants Who. To do is, it's just the, he's got to choose the hardest one to do because, you know, I'm not, I don't want to go out and buy a, a trench coat and a suit and all this stuff for one time of him wearing it and then trying to find something that, you know. Whereas if he was. If he was uh, Matt Smith doctor, we buy him a bow tie and some suspenders and we could call it good. good. Yeah, with any of the shirts he has or even number nine, mm-hmm. we could easily get a black leather jacket yeah. and some jeans and he'd be I mean, good. Nobody would know who he was. He's got the ears for it. Yes, they would. <laughs> Eccleston and him have the same. They do have that similar have those, ear structure. That is, they, 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 if I could flop him, I would fly. <laughs> so, yeah, but all in all, good times, good times to be had. Yep. Yeah, happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, it was better this year than last year. (laughs) Yeah, what happened with last year? Something's fucked up. You didn't do anything? No, 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 no. But something. I worked. Something, but something caused the not doing anything. It wasn't like I just randomly was like, I'm not going to do anything for Jody's birthday. There was something that predicated that that made it not happen. I want to say maybe it was. um, Oh, wait, it was when you were getting effed over. 
with some financial stuff by a, a place you were working for. Mm-hmm. And so we had like no money whatsoever. And so I couldn't even like afford like, you know, a cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. And But I, we kids and I did say happy birthday to you yep. on the birthday itself. We just didn't actually like, you know, leave the house or do anything super phantasmagorical for it. So, yeah, that's that was last year's. We have some listener content, Yay! listener submitted content, not just Uncle Will's ranty stuff. Um, we actually have a voicemail from a listener who I didn't realize she was listening. I mean, I knew her husband listened. I didn't realize she was listening yet or that she had started. I knew she was talking about she was going to, but I didn't realize she had actually. Anyways, so. Um, Why don't you just play the voicemail there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't you tell me how to run your show. <laughs> Damn it. Um, well, let me get rid of that screen real quick so we don't actually play any more of Juvenile. That was kind of funny, just to get your reaction. Um, so, yeah, if I can get this to arm here, we'll have a... And let's try it. Hey, guys. It's BJ from No Hope for Humanity. Uh, first of all, hello. hello. First time caller, long time listener. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving Portland. Well, I actually left Portland like four hours ago, but I was stuck in traffic for two fucking hours because there was some cute hippie girl trying to hitchhike her way to Seattle and apparently everybody hits their brakes for that. <laughs> so um, I'm almost back to Seattle and I just listened to this week's episode. Super entertaining. Um, I have a couple questions for you. So first and foremost, if your seven-year-old child is at home alone and catches a stray bullet from a drive-by, probably shouldn't be leaving him home alone if you live in that kind of neighborhood. <laughs> just a thought. Like, where the fuck are you living that we're concerned about her seven-year-old child catching a stray bullet from a drive-by. Anyway, just wondering about that. <laughs> Secondly, um, there was a lot of talk about, you know, Ezra with all these electronics. And, uh, you know, me and reading articles, I read an article once uh, that talked about, you know, kids and, uh, like, electronics. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you on Facebook. But it's talking about, like, that basically, like, no child under the age of 12 should have any, like, usage of electronics, like, period, um, because it can have all these, you know, implications or whatever. So, I mean, not being a parent myself, I mean, who am I to decide? But I was just curious as to, like, what your thoughts are on, like, children's usage of electronics. And I'll try and send you guys that article that I'm thinking of um, so that maybe you could, you know, let us know your thoughts on it. I'm just curious because someday maybe I'll have crotch fruit of my own <laughs> and I think you guys are pretty smart. So anyway, don't be strangers. Get your asses up to Seattle and do a No Hope um, episode with us because we miss you bitches. Bye. Okay. I thought that that's what was going to be my oh, birthday present really, was going uh, to Seattle and I was like, yes, Seattle. I love Seattle. <laughs> well, it was, we went the other way. It, it started with an S. <laughs> it did. It's kind of the Seattle of Oregon. <laughs> so not? <laughs> no, it's not. Not even close. <laughs> anyway, um, so um Well, let me let me uh let me uh uh I had something I wanted to say and then I've I've lost. Oh, the uh, drive-by thing. Um even if you if you're living in an area bad enough that the drive-by takes them out, even if you are there, it's not like it's going to make a difference I, if, if I a understand. straight drive-by bullet. You know. I don't know why was uh, I'm the one that said that? Yeah, yeah, but what it was was basically it was one of the, you. Were, the, I think I think from what I got gathered from it, it was the, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here was the point you were trying to prove was that even if it's something that's completely in ubiquitous, ubiquitous, I can't speak tonight, completely out of your control. Yes, um, you can still catch, you know, catch yeah. flame for it. 
So it's not so much that we, you know, we live in an area like that or whatever, no. but if it were to happen, you could still get in trouble for leaving the child alone, yada, 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 yada. Um, that kind of, right? Read the, that? Yes, the point was that yeah. even if it was something that was, that was completely and utterly out of your control, that wouldn't matter if you were there or not there, if you weren't there, you'd still be held accountable for that. I think I think is what the point I was trying to make. That was so last week. It was so, it was so last week. <laughs> yeah, and and then um, to make comment on the let me I want to I want to rephrase even when I said it last week I knew it was probably going to come out kind of strange when I say all the electronics from Ezra I don't necessarily mean like he has an ass load of electronics no. it's just we have a lot of electronic devices in this house. Well, you're TVs. a techie. Yeah guy yep so and then his your dad is a techie guy Mm -hmm. and you guys both have a tendency to pass down your techie gear gear to the kids to the kids once it's essentially obsolete Mm -hmm. so ezra has a lot of uh, obsolete electronics yeah (laughs) and and, you know and and part of the reason why i do it is i'm trying it's not it's not hitting in the same way that it hit with me Mm -hmm. um when my dad gave me stuff like that, my first instinct was I thought it was really cool and it just always pissed him off, but I took it apart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to see how this works. So I'd pull out the guts of it and look at it because I, I just thought that kind of shit was cool. Um, and then I would um, put it back together and hope to God it still worked. Yeah. Uh, Ezra hasn't really gotten that bug so much. No. Ezra has the, well, and I guess we'll get into this a little bit more, but he has a lot more tendency to just find a thing and mm-hmm. overindulge in said thing until it's... Or it becomes like, he, he, or he's like, um, almost like a historian, like he'll display it, it'll mm-hmm. go on display and he'll never touch it, he'll never use it, but it's like, oh, this is, from what I've been told, this is a VCR and mm-hmm. they used to put these things called video cassettes in them that had <laughs> tape that you could watch your movies on. Yeah. Only he's like the slightly inaccurate historian, right. like on Doctor Who, the Titanic episode. Yeah. <laughs> or the or facts are skewed just a little bit, bit. <laughs> so, so yeah and i've had i've had a lot of different opinions about mm-hmm. electronics in general i've read the same article and after i was done reading it i realized i'd read it before right um that you know children under 12 shouldn't be having any screen time and this is according to this brain scientist. Yes, yes. This is the children under twelve shouldn't have any screen time of any kind on any electronic devices, including TV. Right. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Once they're over twelve, it should be limited to like I think it's two hours a day. Something like that. And I I've got the article. I'll yeah. post the article. I'll link to the article in the show notes. Um, I gotta call bullshit. I I think. What's happened, or, or what's happened, well, not, not, not what's happening, but what's happened and what continues to happen is um, there are too many parents that use, whether it used to be the television and the VCR, or the, when the computer, personal computer first became a thing, or this, the, these devices became a, literally a digital babysitter. Mm-hmm. It was so much easier to throw the kid on the device or whatever it was and tell them to stay there and just fuck, you know, do that for the whole entire time. And, um, then it was to actually like interact with your children and whatnot. And that does have negative consequences for the kid because if you're, right. if you're not socially, um, exposed, not that sounds gross. Socially exposing them. <laughs> Whoops. Exposing socially them. Exposed. Yeah. Exposing them to, no, that sounds gross too. Um, <laughs> Letting them experience a social situation where they're with other kids, mm-hmm. that kind of, or other people in general, that kind of a thing, um, that tends to um, 
that's a, that's an important thing. Learning how to interact with others, learning how to get your cousin in a headlock and punch him in the face when he's getting on the trampoline when you don't yeah. want him to. That kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. <laughs> call back to last week. Um, but there's that 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 that's that's a very important of develop uh, part of development. I completely and wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree with the study in the respect of not introducing your kids by a certain age up until like they're 12 to 14, whatever the hell it is. Um, because I've known children, my friends that I grew up with or kids these days that were introduced late in life to this technology stuff versus ones who were properly or appropriately introduced to it earlier in life. And the difference between what they're able to do on said devices is, is pretty measurable. Um, some people will pick up on it right away, no big deal. But it's, I, I look at it much like um, learning a language, learning a second language. You are When you're working on a computer, you're, you're more or less learning a second language. You are learning how to operate the device, especially if you're trying to like, be proficient at it, good at what you do, so on and so forth. It's something that... And I think that, that there's a big distinction between sitting your kids in front of a game right. and, and teaching them how to use a device and yeah. use... A program and learn things from said devices mm-hmm. um i think if if all you do is expect your kid to sit down and watch a show or whatever right. that, i don't i'm i'm not a big fan of the digital babysitter right. but i mean there's been times where, you, where the kids yeah. have been they've gotten in like they've been really gotten into a show or they've enjoyed something we're like hey it's quiet we're going to clean house really quick uh-huh. and we're going to, and we've maybe given them a little more screen time than we, even we feel comfortable with, but mm-hmm. we had to get a task done. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, it's not de- detrimental because we balance it out and even it out with other stuff. I hate carte blanche um, statements like that. that are just like across the board. No, this is bad period. Okay. It's like when um, the whole vi- when, when video game ratings first came out and people were like, you know, Oh yeah, if it's if it's N, if it's M for seventeen and older, there's no way I'm gonna let this fifteen year old or sixteen year old play. It's like, well, kind of like with movie ratings or anything else, you have to judge it based upon the maturity level of that individual person, whether that person be an adult or be a child, because there are man children out there, and there yeah. are little civilized, you know, fully grown kids. I mean, there are there there are all ends of the spectrum. And so, what I try to do is look at my life and things that I felt were successful that my parents did and things that I felt were unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. So looking back on my life, I was allowed to use a computer pretty early. I learned to use it fairly well and I've always felt comfortable using computers, even if they felt confusing at first Mm -hmm. or, you know, a new program or whatever. I've always felt like I knew the language of computers. Like, okay, I just have to say it a different way. I just have to do it Mm -hmm. slightly different. Um, And I'm sure you can relate to that. Um, No, I don't understand those things at all. (laughs) Not even a little bit. (laughs) Also, I will say this. My brother, Jake, damn near learned to read from a computer because he he was not motivated by school. You're right. But we had games that he wanted to play on the computer and you had to be able to read. And, and you, he therefore forced himself to do well, it. Well, I think your mom had some play in that too. She kind of forced the... Well, because like what we do with the kids, the kids want to play a Nintendo DS game. Right. Okay, play it. Well, I don't know how to do this. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. Because we're not going to sit here and stop everything we're doing every 15 seconds 
Now, we, we once again, I want to preface this with saying we stop, we do help our yeah. kids, we teach them how to do things. But once we've taught them the basics, just because they get to a hard spot in the game, we're not going to stop and help them do it or whatever. Um, and also, I, I, I like to see if it's, I like to kind of test their ability to see if like they're going to immediately rage quit something, right? Or if they're going to try it for a while, then rage quit, or if they're just not going to. What kind of what their tenacity is towards it too. Right. Um, so, but but also just like you know, if I'm driving the car down the road and they're playing on a video game, I'm not going to pull off to the side of the road to get them past the jump they can't figure out to get back on the road. You know that they're just going to have to figure it out. So it's you know, like, like you said, it's finding that incentive, that carrot that you can dangle mm-hmm. in front of the kid's face that works for them, um, because. Like with Ezra, um, the reading thing for him has always been, he loves reading. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've never had a problem with that. Reading has always been easy for him. He loves doing it. He enjoys doing it. He dives into it. And he, both feet. And he can get into that world. Um, so if we have something else that we need him to do or we need to incentivize him to do it or and or we need to smack him around a little bit and say, hey, shit face, don't do this again, the reading is what comes into play there. Either mm-hmm. taking it away or making them use it as a way to earn mm-hmm. other, you know, other, the ability to go and do other things. <clears throat> yeah, we've, we're kind of, we're pretty lucky with Ezra. I mean, yeah. I, I think that for some kids, TV, movies, video games will replace the imagination factors right. of reading and creating and whatever. I don't believe that that's the case for every kid. No. And I, I wasn't that way. I, I mean, I'm an avid reader. I love TV. I love movies. Yeah. I love video games. I love, you know, but none of it controls my life, so right. to speak. I'm not, you know, hopelessly addicted to any of those things, except maybe the reading. The TV a little bit, too. Yeah. Because you have it on, like, whenever, no matter what you're doing, the TV's on in the background, you know, doing some sort of background noise that's for you. That's partly my how my brain works but yeah but it can't be music because god forbid i put music on because then you're like it doesn't like nope nope nope, i need a tv show like if i put music on you're just like nope can't do it no you you know the fuck out of the situation like no if i'm gonna clean house it's gotta be a tv show and i'm the exact opposite if what'll happen is i'll walk through the room see a tv show it's interesting oh and i'll sit down and start watching it and there aren't we supposed to be cleaning house i'm like well you you had it on (laughs) (laughs) why am i not supposed to watch it if you had but the moving pictures honey (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and i don't i don't know why that is yeah, either it's just the way but it, it, i've noticed that so i've i've gotten to the point now where i'll go to the garage and do my music stuff and whatever and you, you be in here through tv stuff or vice versa or but I'll, you but you notice if i'm watching if i have the tv on and i'm pet mm-hmm. pittering around and getting stuff done i get more done mm-hmm. than if i try to because and i don't know maybe that's because i watch too much tv as a kid maybe not I don't know. All I know is I get to watch a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah. No. So I just, I, I, the, the article bugged me in certain respects that it seems like <clears throat> the, there was no parameters given for why it was needed to be that way. It wasn't like we've done brain scans on 4,200 kids and out of the 4,200 oh, kids. I, I thought there was some 40, evidence. 4,199 suffered detrimental, you know, brain well, shrinkage by having the screen time it basically seemed very alarmist and not very realistic and i and i really i hate those kinds of things because they they, and i know that you kind of have to do it and blah 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 
but they always, it's always a, it's always a carpeted statement. Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh, no kid should ever ever have any of this. It's like, no. If I hadn't started computers when I did, when I my interest, because my interest in computers was peaked at a very young age. Mm-hmm. My dad let that interest flourish, fr- flourish, and he helped to nurture it. And because of that, I've made a very decent career in the technical field that has also parlayed me into doing other things now where I'm making even more money mm-hmm. than I you know, could have doing other stuff. Um, and so, but had I had that interest waned and I got into it later on, I don't know where, if I'd be on the same path or what would be going on right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's why I always, I always am an avid an advocate for saying, hey, if you notice your child has, is taking a liking to something or taking an interest to it, you just go right. whole hog. And you know, by the same token, them. if you're noticing that your child comes home from school, turns on the boob tube and, and turns else. into a pile of goo, That's, perhaps yeah. make sure that they're not turning right. into a pile of goo every day. Right. Um, I mean, but that's what we talk about all the time is it's all about everything in moderation. Yeah. It's all about you know don't do one thing all the time and and really it's all about finding the unique thing that works for each individual child which Mm -hmm. is why i really had a problem with that article Mm because it was there was no oh well for this type of kid it's this way or whatever it was just like nope as if you're under the age of this you should never ever 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 do this and it's like tv movies popular culture video games in some respects can open up your brain to so much more information right than you could possibly get without it right what and i mean maybe some of that information is useless or not age appropriate or, or whatever morbid or whatever but yeah sometimes it teaches your brain to think as when, and as when, cheesy as it sounds more like an adult kind of yes if somebody walks up to you and says hey go to lovingparty.org and you just blindly open the website, yeah. and then you see the three old dudes blowing each other. You're like, oh, I shouldn't always listen to something. That, you know, especially they have that giddy little look on their face, and they want you to look at this. It's like, are you giddy because you're going to, you know, get me to see three old dudes blowing each other? Or are you giddy because this is actually a cool site? You know, th- that kind of stuff where it's like that whole, you know, I learned I learned early on in my, in my experience with computers that you don't just blindly listen to somebody else about what their you know these things are unless you can truly trust the person because you'll, you'll end up getting you know lemonparty.org <laughs> but i mean also just we are increasingly getting toward a culture that is so much like that stupid star trek episode in which one the one where they're playing the game no the one where they only speak in memory, like in terms of the memory of oh, the thing. Oh, uh, uh, Zurak and Jihad. Yeah, at the yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't have I'm memory totally, for that stuff, but you know what I mean. I'm totally biffing it, but yeah. But we're, we're getting Picard's stranded on the planet, trained right, to, yeah. to understand this guy who only yeah. speaks in terms of a collective memory, right. right? So we're increasingly getting to where we speak to each other in terms of a shared experience or a but, meme or a right but we're also we're, we're walking that fine line and almost toppling over into the board collective right going back to the star trek meme again so you kind of have to but be careful with it that's kind of my point yeah is we're getting to where we have instead of telling you that i thought something was funny and explaining why i thought that thing was funny i could just say 
especially if we're talking via uh, digital communication, mm-hmm. I could just say LOL or mm-hmm. send you a winky face or right. say whatever. We're increasingly not explaining what we mean so right. much as giving you a reference for for what we mean. Yeah. Which is so. Are, are you trying? Are you are you trying to tell me right now that you don't like that I communicate to you mostly via meme? No. <laughs> I'm saying that. I'm saying that if our kids, our kids, me and you, our three children, mm-hmm. Ezra, Tammy, Trent, mm-hmm. aren't aware of how that language yes. works, they will be at a disadvantage right. later in life because that's just the way it is. Yeah. And I know that sounds super like. <laughs> meta <laughs> well, no, it, but you get what i'm saying right yeah. like it, we're we're just getting to where if you're not socially and and um i don't know what i'm trying to say but i think you get it no i think i think it's what you're saying that you basically it's the same thing that was said when computers first came out and still to this day that you don't have to be an expert or you don't have to always do this, but you need to be aware and know how to navigate mm-hmm. those because it's going to become useful mm-hmm. in your life down the road. You know, people, when computers first came out, they're all into the, whatever, these fucking, you know, what, blah, blah, blah. Computers run everything nowadays. You got a stoplight on the side of the road, it's ran by a computer. Your car, ran by a computer. Everything's controlled by a computer. So lot of industries you want to have any type of varying success in that industry you need to know how to use a computer it's just the way that it is um so you can't really you can't you've got to you know, they just they've got to be aware of it it doesn't mean it has to be the full time all day every day but i think that people mistake the you know, screen time for non-imagination time, right. for non-creative, right. for non, and you know, and I don't, I just don't think that's the case. I don't think that just because they're in front of screen, their brain isn't working. Yeah. Um. I think there are certain things that do that. I firmly believe that SpongeBob makes people dumb. I firmly believe that <laughs> because I've witnessed it. Yeah. I've witnessed smart children sit in front of a TV for half an hour and emerge dumber for it. But you know what? I, I will. I'll, I'll go on to say that sometimes that's the escape you need. Right. So there's nothing. You know, as long as they can bounce back from that, it's not a permanent deficit. <laughs> you know? As long as those brain cells aren't permanently destroyed, we'll be fine. For me, I love. I love. 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 I will always love the Jackass movies oh yeah i'm a jackass that's not as bad as what i thought you were gonna say go ahead and enlighten me what do you think i was gonna say beefus and butthead oh i do i love them too (laughs) yeah don't you just you just there's that line in the sand don't you cross the beefus and butthead line i love all that stuff um but like but but jackass and me they're actually kind of along the same lines just different forms um but i also know that um that you know i realize that that's not something I'm not going to go out there and like get into a porta potty and then have him put on a slingshot and <laughs> get me covered in poo. But I laugh hysterically at that. But I only tend to watch those movies when I just need it. Like I need, you know, I, I don't, I, my brain hurts. I don't want to think anymore. I just want to sit here and go. <laughs> so I put in jackass because a nut shot, much like an idiocracy every time. It just <laughs> so it's, it's, I, 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 it's, it's dependent upon the mood. Yeah. that I'm in or what I want. Um, and so it's there's nothing wrong with that, I don't think. I think it's just, you, like you said a little bit ago, a balance. Everything yeah. has to come with balance. Um, it's 
and a great example, and, and I'm not going to even try to rephrase it myself because he said it best himself. Was um, Izzy Rock was talking about his um, raising his kids? And they're older than ours by a little bit, and they um, and um, uh, I think his youngest son is a year older than Ezra, and his oldest is like three years older than Ezra. But basically, he was talking about how um, he's always talking to his kids about how wonderful and cool this this time is that they're growing up in right now because they have this access to information that historically has never been available before period the internet yeah. has ushered in a whole new wave of of access to information access to people access to all this stuff he's a but it's also a it's also a double-edged sword um so you look at like the um that website uh, da, 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 uh something hip-hop um it's where all like those stupid fight videos and stuff always end up at whatever that website is um so there he's like but you've got to be careful because once once you let something into your mind into your Mm -hmm. brain it's there whether or not you consciously remember it it does affect you and it does change you so much like the lemon party i will never forget lemonparty.org because there's nothing that will get you know some guy's chocolate starfish you know staring at you in the face while these three dudes are blowing each other like oh my god um so you have to you know and that's like with um what was that old website, the rotten.com, where it was just like, just filth, just foul. Like, you know, I remember the when I finally, somebody told me about that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to check this out there. Oh, man, it's, it's like this just foulest shit ever. And I pulled it up, and the very first thing that came up was um, was these uh, crime scene photos of a, or not crime scene, but these um, accident scene photos of a motor, motorcycle accident where there was a little bit of the guy here, and there was a little bit of the guy over there, and there was like his torso was still, or his um his lower half was still on the bike, but his torso and everything else was kind of dispersed across the freeway. I will never forget that. That's probably not for the better, but you know you have to watch those things and kind of balance it out and keep you know be care just be be guarded with you know the fact that yes you have access to all this information, but it doesn't mean that you need to access yeah, all that information and, sometimes. I mean, be careful. World also, Star to not be. Sorry, World Star Hip Hop is the name of that random video site. Okay, awesome. Um, also, be careful not to become de- desensitized to it. Yes. Like, there comes a certain time when you've seen something so many times that it just doesn't matter to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And I I will openly admit there are some things that I am, you know, completely like, it's like, eh, okay. I, I, you know, I was, I think it was that world, either world star hip hop or it was rotten. There was that guy that, um, that, that somehow he snuck in when he was brought into, um, an interrogation booth room at a, at a at local PD, he had snuck a gun in there and there was a, it was the security footage of him committing suicide. There's no unseen that particular kind of carnage when somebody, you know, to the side of their head and just, that's it lights out and you can see that they're still alive. But you can slowly watch it fade. I mean, that's just like, uh, um, yeah see and this is why this is the argument for why i've never seen that i've never gone looking for it and therefore have never seen it and i I don't remember how i stumbled across it but but you get what i mean like i I am careful about what i do and what where i go and so i've not been in that situation so i mean there is a way to tread tread the water there Mm -hmm. there is um, and I'm always been, I'm always a little more advent, advantage, you, yeah, adventurous with that kind yes, of stuff. I will, I will go look at it, unless I have I have boundaries. I have. There's been times where it's like it's been um it's been like a uh, like pictures of kids that have been you know like beat up by their parents or whatnot. And, and because all that does to me is it immediately it, it enrages me and it makes me 
I mean, I, I just, I, I literally, I'm, I'm just furious. And I have, then I have this like pent up anger that I want to go find the son of a bitch that did that to a child. And I want to go make them look like that. Mm-hmm. But then I, but I can't, there's no way for me to get that aggression out. And that's, that's not good. Cause then it just gets me all pissed off and just surly. So <laughs> I try to stay away from stuff like that. Cause it's just, it's aggravating as fuck. Yes, it um, is. so, um, that's really my hot button is it's always been anytime it, anything with kids is involved, whether it's, you know, you see those videos of the kids who see their dad coming back from the war or, you know, the, the, the oh, army men returning. Yeah. I you, you won't see a dry eye on me when that happens. Stuff like that. But other crap, I'm like, eh, whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, yeah, I, I just really, I think that, like we've said a few times now, it just it's balance and it's, you know, I, I don't. I don't, I, I, I personally, my opinion is we cannot make a blanket statement like you can only have two hours of screen time a day. Yeah. It needs to be determined based upon the child's interaction with the world. I, at first I felt really bad about that. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, my kids. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like doing the math. I'm like, actually, no. They like, really don't. They really yeah. don't. Like yeah. we, we watch like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we don't have cheer we watched like maybe an hour as a family. Right. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. And Tuesday, Thursday, there's nothing. nothing. We we go, we, we're just running, run, run all day. Um, I think weekends, it might sway a little bit farther uh, in the time if we're not got a busy weekend. Like if we're cleaning, the right. TV's usually on kind of thing. But I mean, honestly, I think we're doing pretty good on the averages. Other than the fact that but they're not so, supposed to have any before they're 12, but, even, but that's ridiculous. But even so, they're not being negatively affected by what we're doing right now. Right. And if we saw any negative connotations like Ezra and his inability to not troll on Instagram, I, we yeah. immediately jump into the middle of that and we, okay, fine. You're not ready for this yet. We're going to cut it out. We'll re- try to re- you know reintroduce you to that later. Yeah, I think, I think the social stuff has a lot has a lot more room in the discussion than the screen time discussion like how do you teach a child to socially navigate waters which they can't do in person right well but see that but on the flip side of that though too that's one thing that's always really aggravated me is the people who say that because we communicate mostly via text or mostly via um, I am or whatever mm-hmm. that we're nowhere we're not nearly as social of a society as we were before and yeah. I, and I, well I think there's still a very important role in the people knowing how to do the face-to-face stuff I have I to think say it's actually more important to know how to non-verbally communicate well, that too but also I think it's it's pretty amazing that right now I'm really good friends with a dude or hit what has he would say a bloke mm-hmm. that I've never met face-to-face in my life mm-hmm. But I get to experience things through his perspective and, and vice versa. Otherwise, I don't know if and or when I would ever meet somebody from Australia, you know, and, and get to know him on a, on a one-on-one level like that. I've got people on the East Coast and in the Midwest that I consider really good friends that I have not met in face-to-face yet. But I would, you know, if they need... I have a friend in India who yeah. I have never met. So if I, if I, But if they needed a shirt off my back, I'd find a way to mail it to them and take care of it. I mean, it's just what I would, you know... And so it's allowed us to open up, and I think it's allowed us to actually become more empathetic in some ways, because we're not closed into our own little local, you know, loop. Loop, as in like if we just chill, only explored socially what we could find in this town that we live in right now, 
we'd be a lot like some of the people we know, <laughs> some of the relatives and all that. They're like, but but that that happens in the mean old streets of Portland. You don't want to go down there at night. You might get butt raped by them gays, and they're just out there with their rainbow glitter, and all they want to do is to stick their dick in your ass. And I don't want none of that. And it's like, um, no. First off, your Wranglers are so tight they probably couldn't get in there in the first place. And secondly, you're not their type. No. <laughs> but 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 really, I mean, that's you know, and that's. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome that you can have that experience as a child. I I, I could set up a pen pal for Ezra mm-hmm. from somebody from India or the UK or Ireland or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some that's light years different. And yes, they had pen pals back in the day, but the, it's it's a lot quicker, mm-hmm. and so it's a little bit. It's just easier. It's made things easier. So it's like anything else. Things that have made our lives easier, we also have to be. You know. It's just that balance. Like, it's like the microwave has made life, you know, phenomenally easier for a lot of, for society. But if you cook every meal in a microwave, you're going to get cancer. Well, that, or you're <laughs> going to get really, really fat because it's all preservative-related <laughs> yeah. frozen shit. Um, you know, so you, that, is, that is the way it is. It's like with, um, I was talking with a coworker last week about uh, the temperature in the house, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, you know, oh, you know, like the differences between, you know, husband and wife or whatever. And he's like, yeah, if she had her way, like the thermostat would be like at 80. I'm like, oh, God, ugh, no way. That's too warm for me. I said, and I, used to, I went to the whole story I've gone to many times mm-hmm. before about me and my ex and the, our, our debates on it. I said, well, basically the way I look at this is if we could not survive in a non-heated environment for any amount of time, we would have never made it to the point we are as a society mm-hmm. now because humans would have died off eons ago when there was no heat. Mm-hmm. Hell, 150, 200 years ago when the only heat you could have in your house was a fireplace that was in one you know, or two rooms of the house, the bedrooms didn't have it. You just had a lot of fucking blankets. So there's things we, we consider, like some people will look at today as in the society as a necessity, but it's like, yeah, no, it's a convenience. If you've got a dry place to sleep, you can find ways to stay warm that don't involve... Having a the heater. heater now is it as comfortable? Maybe not. Is it as convenient? No, but it's not a necessary thing. It's kind of parlays into. I don't, I don't want to dive too far in the political stuff of it, but the people who think that access to clean water is a basic human right, therefore the water utility cannot disconnect them for non-payment. I will agree that access to human water to, to access clean to water, water. I, uh, <laughs> I went all soylent and green on that stuff. You know, um, access to clean water should be a basic human right. We should find a way to the, anybody who needs access to clean water should be able to get it. The convenience of having clean, sanitized water pumped to your house, freely flowing from your faucets at command—that's something that you can do and should pay for. And they have the right to disconnect you if you don't pay it. Much like the electrical service. Electricity is great. I fucking love it. I don't pay my bill. They're going to disconnect me. I can find ways to generate my own power. It's a pain in the ass though. So I pay for the convenience of somebody else doing the hard shit for me. And so um, it's just one of those things of, yes, these things are there and and they make our lives easier. But they're they're not a necessity for us to survive hope that made sense yep i get it so sorry um, my jaw is popping every time i yawn i heard that yeah that's that's okay so um next up we have uh unless there's anything else about the topic you want to add no just once again 
like we've said like so many times it is up to you as the parent as long as you can justify your decisions i okay not th- that came off wrong you don't have to justify your decisions to me no not to us you really don't unless- and you shouldn't have to justify them to anyone other than the co-parent right like if as long as you are not abusing the child right you're not raping the child you're not causing physical harm to the child right you should not have to justify your choices to anybody now no one's ever people i know plenty of people that don't agree with how we parent our kids plenty lots plenty, lots tons, of people that don't like the and fact they that make themselves very, very known right like they don't like the fact that we cuss in front of them or we don't oh, this yeah. and that the other thing that's the worst that's the one i get the most about yeah and it's like well and, and, I, and I always look at them and go and when's the last time you heard my my kid drop that word mm-hmm. and they're like oh uh I'm like, oh, exactly. Now your little son of a bitch said it just last week, <laughs> but he, but, but <laughs> you, know? you don't know about it because, because you've told him it's so evil to curse that they, he would never tell you that he did it. Right. Or the, the worst the our kids it. do is say something in passing on, usually an accident. You know, right. stub my toe. Shit. Okay, yeah. which is perfectly acceptable. That's an acceptable time to say shit, and I'll <laughs> excuse it. But even Tempe was making a joke in the car the other day, and it was involving the word ass. Yeah. And it was a, an appropriate joke. It was actually quite hysterical. Yep. And she had it all right. And I said, okay, that was funny, but are, is this some, a word we toss around in your day-to-day life when you're at school and whatnot? She's like, no, it is not. I'm like, then we're good. Yep. And she doesn't. We've so, never had any of the kids ever get any warnings or anything nope. for cursing at school or anywhere else nope and you know the, the old and they know not to do it in front of nana and not to do it in yeah, front of little old ladies yeah, and grandparents and whatnot and that's fine and so yeah I mean, so, but but I'm, I'm i'm i know i'm kind of partial to them but i we're raising some pretty damn good kids yep. they're very respectable and i i know and i it's nice when i get this reminder but there's times where i lose sight of that mm-hmm. about how Good they, Good they are. And so even like there were some times where like I've been having what I would consider a horrible day with our kids. Like it's just I'm I'm at my wit's end. I want to fucking strangle them, blah, 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 blah. And then somebody comes and compliments me on how great they're sitting and behaving in a restaurant or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's, that's very true. If you look at it from a pure statistical standpoint and you compare it to what's around us, they're actually, yeah, while they're being out of line, in my opinion, for what their normal behavior is, they're nowhere near as bad as, you know, a little Johnny cockfucker over there. That, you know, <laughs> that's, that's just a little son of a bitch. But, but you see what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. that whole, it's, it's in our world, our kids behave a certain way and they usually act a certain way. So when they step out of that, it, it drives us nuts. But because it's not nearly as bad as what some people experience from other people's kids and whatnot they're always like i don't know why you're freaking out about this it's not that big of a deal i'm like you're right it's really not a big deal but just fuck i know they're better than this yeah (laughs) so um but yeah nothing else on that particular angle all right so we have some um more listener submitted content here uh one of them's going to be our new segment but the other ones uh yesterday which was your birthday was also uh, national talk, talk like, like a, a pirate, pirate day. day so we've got a talk I, I and i have not pre-listened to this one so i have no idea what the contents are um but this is from slacker and it's it's about uh pirate day is what the subject of the email says so your guess is as good as mine here maybe or not um 
Justin and Jody of the Bad Parenting Podcast. May plenty of booty plundering be in your future. Happy talk like a pirate day from Slacker. Arr! <laughs> a booty plundering. Oh, there was plenty of booty plundering last night. <laughs> I think that might... You know what? I almost... Uh, I I know what I, I that's gonna become either a new <laughs> notification tone or a new ringtone for me. I'm gonna cut out booty plundering and just make it to my phone. But maybe that's what I'll do is the ringtone. It'll just be him over and over again. Booty plundering, booty plundering. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Slacker, for helping us celebrate <laughs> Talk Like a Pirate Day. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. And now we're going to move into... Booty plundering. <laughs> Shh, not on the mic. <laughs> That's for after the show. Goodness. I don't think your brother could handle the bo- on-mic oh, booty plundering. Up. No, that's never going to happen in a billion And we're going to get a voicemail years. next year, next week. God damn it, Justin. Stop, <laughs> stop making me think of my sister that way. <laughs> All right. Now, so now, um, I do have somebody working on a sounder for this. Yay. We are going to have a soundbite for it here very soon. We should. We should have a thing. And I've got somebody who's really good at those kinds of things working on it, so I hope to have one soon. But until then, I will just do my usual, it's now time for Uncle Will's ranty time. And I, I realize I have to hit play twice to make this file play. I don't know. Hey guys, it's Slacker. My work day is almost over, and I'm thinking I almost got through it without getting pissed. Really, really fucking pissed. But no, I am sitting in a turn lane going left right now behind a fucking ignorant goddamn motherfucking cunt. (laughs) One of my biggest pet peeves is fucking turn signals. Can you guys hear that clicking? Yes. You hear it? Yes. My turn signal's on because it's supposed to be. (laughs) This turn in front of me decided to go left right in front of me, almost hit my fucking bumper because, oh, she thinks she can just fucking turn and make a turn whenever she fucking wants to. Now I'm looking at you in your rear view, you stupid fucking dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> God, oh fucking mighty. I can't, why? Why Why do that? Endanger people. Why would you endanger people? Oh, just let me turn like I'm fucking doing whatever derp derp go which way I fucking want to go. Goddamn fucking tard. Half the car's made out of fucking Bondo and duct tape. Welcome to the fucking South. God damn it. Anyway, use your turn signals, people. Be safe. Slack her up. Where were we the other day when somebody was being stupid and you were just, you went off and like the kids are in the backseat like, oh shit. I think that was on the way to my sister's house. Was it? Yes. It was that weird... People were just being idiots in the yeah. freeway. We got cut off like four times in a row. It was the fourth one that yeah. I, just, I unleashed a verbal tirade onto. And Trent's back there snickering like, hee hee, daddy said cunt. Yeah, well, and, and then and then after that he goes, that person's an idiot dri- oh, yeah. driver, isn't he? No, like, uh, and then today on the way back, some old lady cut you off and, and or passing and he, he goes, yeah, that person we passed was a old girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the worst I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Well, I, had, I had made reference to the fact that if she was that old, maybe she should go back to a fucking horse and carriage like she knew when she was growing up. Because <laughs> the, the technological advancement of the automobile is way too fucking hard for her to care, figure out. And Trent's just like, yeah, daddy, she's an old girl. Which that, that, that little comment at the end is why I'm 
<laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, she's an old girl. I'm like, oh boy, I almost, I almost <laughs> lost. I had to contain it so I didn't laugh so hard. I had tears because that would have just that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the story of my first curse word. Which one? Um, dad. Dad was a truck driver. Mm-hmm. Well, not driving truck at the time, but had taken me out for a ride at mm-hmm. some point. Um, when I was really young, and it was one, literally one of my very first words was dickhead. Oh yeah. Because that's a good one. He, that's what he called people. Yeah. And that's a respectable first curse word. My mom didn't know that I knew that word until somebody cut her off. And you called him a dickhead? And I called him a dickhead. Nice. Yeah. Because I basically, anytime you had an exclamation of anger, I would just say dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. That's like when I when they make commentary on stuff in the backseat. I'm like, okay, well, no big deal. Yeah. And then um, if it's out of line or out of out of character or whatever, I'll explain it to him. But for the most part, you know, it's Trent called somebody an asshead once. Right. I'm like asshead. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no, I, I've actually. I would have what people, what the general populace would consider and call road rage. Maybe just a teen, teen, just, just teeny, just a teeny, tiny little bit. bit, which is why I think Slacker and I have such a yeah, kindred spirit because we, we both have this. Your brothers in arms for sure. It, we are, but but my verbal assault is the end of it. Yeah, and I and I and I and I have to say I need to have that outlet because if I didn't verbally unleash like that, sometimes I would actually be one of those people on the you know that you catch on the camera that pulls up to a parking like a red light, gets out of their car, and yanks the other person out of the car, and then just beats the snot out of them. And really, in the grand scheme of things, the one thing they did wasn't that bad, but it was the fifteen other fucktards before them that screwed up shit that just kind of built up and built up and built up and if I kept all that bottled up inside I would unload on that one <laughs> poor little individual so I choose to just scream, scream and yell and, and vent that way and sometimes I do it with my windows down <laughs> sometimes I do it with my windows up but you know it usually depends if I'm in, in a company car or not in a company car so whether or not the windows are up or down um, but you know I've always I've always felt thought of it as if the person is just yelling oh well yeah. And that's why I don't feel like people like, you can get a ticket for yelling at another driver. Why? Be happy that you, if, you've, if you've done something to piss them off that badly, be happy that all they're doing is, you know, saying you're a fucking cum stain or whatever, right? And they're not actually coming out and, and, and beating you to a bloody pulp and spreading your brains across the sidewalk because there are those people that are out there that'll do that. Yeah. So let me have my little vocal vent and the world will be a happier place afterwards. It's just, it's what keeps me from actually snapping and becoming one of those statistics statistics yes and making somebody else a statistic in the process <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't suffer from road rage generally every now and then i if somebody does something legitimately legitimately stupid mm-hmm. that puts me or especially my children i do do the mm-hmm. mama bear thing yeah um in danger i i will freak out and yep. um yeah like the guy last week that was sitting there he um he cut me off, no blinker, kind of like this person it sounds like, and um, literally cut me off I, to where I had to hit my brakes and back off so that he wouldn't hit me. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't hit me, yeah. mind you, because he didn't check his mirrors. He didn't look. It just these these 
three de- separate lanes merged into one freeway, and he just like, fuck it, I'm going to cut over without even checking to make sure it was clear. So I was on him. I mean, because mm-hmm. I, I had backed off enough to not get hit, but I was still right behind him, and I was still working my way back and slowing down. Then the lane next to me opens up, so I cut over, and I go around, because I don't want to be around a or shitty behind driver. somebody that's, that's that oblivious to everybody else. Right. And all of a sudden, I see his window rolled down, and he's got his finger out there, and, and, he, and so I crack my window to see what he's saying. He's like, you need to slow the fuck down, you ignorant cock. And he's just going on and on and on. And I just started laughing, and I waved. And that pisses him off even more when you laugh and wave at him. So, but it was like, it was that whole thing of, you know, like, I think like what Slacker was just saying, and this actually goes into parenting of teach your children or teach people to not be oblivious to their surroundings. You right. are not the only person spinning on the, you're not the only meat sack stuck on this planet as it rotates the sun. We're all here together. So just because you want to be in that lane doesn't mean you just miracle your ass over there without ever thinking about what's going on around you. You've got to be more cognizant about that. So it is a good life lesson to teach. And yes, use your blinkers. So yes. Is there anything else um, you would like to talk about as far as the parenting scheme of things go? I think we've pretty much exhausted that subject and uh, so far so good and whatnot. Yeah. 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 I'm really happy that DJ was listening. It was very nice to hear her. It was very nice. And yes, we will make. Oh, that does bring up one thing. She said the possibility of having her own crotch fruit in the future. I'm wondering if this is going to be a surprise to Evan when he listens. Like, <laughs> have you guys had this chit chat conversation? Because <laughs> I don't know from his point of view if it's going to quite mesh with that. So I guess maybe that'll be on the next episode of No Hope for Humanity. We can listen to that little reaction about the crotch fruit versus like, wait, what? <laughs> so, but yes, thank you. I want to th- say thank you to all the listeners, and, yeah. but especially those who submitted content this week. Yeah. Um, podcast mm-hmm. corner, I guess we can call it that. Yeah. Uh, recommendations for the week? Anything? If not, no big deal. I'm, I'm, I got nothing. You tapped out? I, I'm trying out a bunch of new stuff right now and. Not all of it's landing. <laughs> not all of it's landing. I f- keep finding these really sh- short podcasts. Mm-hmm. Nothing annoys me more than a short podcast. <laughs> like, like an eight minute podcast. Why even fucking download the fucking thing? Like why? Unless, unless I, I will make an exception to that. Scott Epic. Who co-hosts Tales, uh, not Tales from the Hard Side, but um, On the Block with mm-hmm. Izzy Rock. He does a minute, I think it's called, no, it's not a minute to win it. That was that other stupid ass show. for the. <laughs> that's the show with Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri. I am so sorry, Scott. <laughs> no, that's not it. Um, but it's it, basically, he does one minute short episodes because he's a personal trainer. Oh, okay. So as, but his but whole the, thing is. But there's it's, a goal it's a, there. It's a goal of in less than a minute, I'm going to give you advice on how to do a quick workout for abs or right. this or that. That's different. That's what the goal I'm talking about, so I'm really into the freaking court case thing right now. Like, the legal stuff is, like, in my brain, and I'm really... A specific one or just anything? So, it started with Serial. Right. Then I listened to Undisclosed, and then I was trying this one called uh, Detective, Mm -hmm. where she's interviewing a former police detective. Yep. But the episodes are super short, and most of it is her introducing herself and closing out the show. I hate those. And there's a when lot of music t- in when between. You spend more time on that stuff than the actual topic itself. And it sounds really interesting, and I'd really like to hear the whole interview. But it, and I think part of it is because it's a tie-in with a TV show, so all they're really right. doing is giving you a fucking commercial for the TV show. Like, right. I don't want a commercial for a TV show on a podcast. I just want a podcast. Yes. Well, I wanted my recommendation, and we listened to one of these episodes on the way 
down, I think, to, to mm-hmm. our little destination yesterday, is um, the internet with Scott the Pool Boy. Quite and, I, and, the, and the reason why I, I want to do that is because he went away for a while because of work, understandably so. But I think it was actually a good thing because it allowed him to rejuvenate a few things and, and rejigger a couple stuff items, and it what he's got put it not there now is hilarious. It's, it's pretty. It's it was good. I, it was great before. It has totally brought me back. Yeah, but it's even better now. Yeah. So now I've made it my mission that I've got this goal that he's because he sees so much cock and, and dick on this website that he goes to yes. that I've now I left two voicemails in regards to. I want to get him like the, the the biggest biggest veiniest fake penis we can find like a giant like a massive fucking dildo that he can wave around at those guys and in his best Australian accent go oh, that's not a cock this is a cock and then swing it at the camera because I think that would be hysterical to you know get either his reaction to what they do or actually if you can end up hearing their reaction yeah so if anybody would like to help chip into this endeavor just send me an email to Justin at badparentingpodcast.com and I'm gonna put this together I'm gonna go start. I've got to be careful when I search these things because I can't search them at work. <laughs> I can't go look up the prices for like, you know, giant rubber cock at, at work because that'll get I'm, lo- into... I'm looking it up right now. I'll look at that. Because <laughs> I can. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I definitely want to make that a thing. I want to make it happen because I think it would be hysterical. So um, go check it out. He does some cool stuff with music and, and in general, he's just a good dude and, and puts out good content and it keeps me happy while I do my daily drive back and forth to work. It's one of the many shows that helps keep me that way, so I very much recommend it. But otherwise, um, as usual, if you want to leave us a voicemail, our phone number here is 503-609-0375, or if you want, you can use your voice recorder app on your your smart device, whether it be an iPhone or an Android, and um, record it that way, and then you can email it to us to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Search any of the available social media sites for Bad Parenting Podcast, and you will find us. Um, you can also find Jody on Instagram and at Jody Wynn. Um, you can find I'm us- trying to do that now. Yeah, we're trying to get her a little more Instagram-y because I think that would help both for the podcast and for her own business stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to contact either one of us directly via email, it's just justin at badparentingpodcast.com or jody at badparentingpodcast.com. And I think that pretty much covers all of it. Yep. Obviously, the website's badparentingpodcast.com in case you couldn't figure that out. So I think we're good there. Yes. So, okay. Well, then, if that settles things... All right, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. So how much do giant cocks cost? A lot. Like, well, let's, give me a ballpark estimate, like 40 bucks a lot or like 140 bucks a lot? Like three hundred and fifty bucks a lot. No, look up King Dong. There is no way the King Dong costs. Yes, I am bucks. looking up nicer ones than. Well, no, no, no. This is just something for him to flash around on a fisheye webcam. We don't need. I understand that, but the only place I knew to go look at giant is a fancier place. What kind of what is this? Like Mademoiselle's giant no. dildo house? No, the um. What did I, I told you about it. Um, oxballs.com. That's a fancier place. Oxballs.com. Not f- like the, co- they have a high grade product. Okay. <laughs> the black destroyer. That's what he needs. Sex flesh. The forearm. Huge. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. 
What? The Black Destroyer. I can't. I don't see that one. A true heavy hitter weighing in at over four and a half pounds and 16 <laughs> inches from tip to balls with a full 13-inch insertable length. Jesus. I only do solo play and wanted something a little bigger. <laughs> wow. I got what I asked for with this guy. Took a little bit of practice, but got him in and almost immediately started dripping cum. <laughs> I love this toy and hope to one day take it balls deep. My legs were shaking when I got done. After a couple of months of using the forearm huge dildo, I decided to give this a try. The 3-inch girth and 13-inch insertable length filled me up like never before. Whoa, that's one way to start off a review. Wow, I thought I had been butt-fucked before, but I was wrong. <laughs> It's all done now. Here it goes.